Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, head over to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to have a very topical conversation. We're going to discuss COVID-19, coronavirus, and whether it's the end of the world or is it actually a great opportunity to lose weight. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity podcast. So first things first, it is for a lot of people, this is going to be quite a stressful time for lots of different reasons. Like travel plans have been put on hold for lots of people or cancelled altogether. I've got a holiday coming up, supposedly going tomorrow, but I don't know if I'm going to end up going or not. Um, there's the possibility of full-time homeworking for a lot of people in employment. Um, and schools in Ireland have been closed. And there's a chance of the same thing happening in the UK, which I know is very stressful for a lot of the parents that we coach because they may be stuck with kids having to be at home and they have to go to work or having to try and work at home with kids around, which I'm sure is not easy. Holidays, as I said, being cancelled. Elderly parents, friends and family with health issues are at risk. And I know Ben and I were talking about this. We're not so worried about ourselves. We're worried about getting the virus and then giving it to, to family members who are more at risk. But if you're also looking to lose some weight, a lot of the normal methods may be more risky and difficult. So, Ben, I know we were talking about this earlier. What, what kind of things do you think will be more risky and more difficult for people to do during this sort of outbreak? So... It's just going to be things like uh, mainly things that are going to be outside of the house. So, for example, if you usually go to a gym, usually attend classes and, you know, you're surrounded by all those other people who are in a room breathing heavily and in close proximity to each other. Obviously, that's going to be more of a risk for contracting a virus than anything else. Um, Similarly, just touching all that equipment in the gym that everybody else has been using, that's going to be more of a risk. Things like going to... Uh, slimming club meetings and being surrounded again by a big group of people is going to be more of a risk. Um, working with a PT who, who's also kind of seeing people constantly and interacting with people constantly and then interacting with you is going to be more risky. And just any other like sports clubs, swimming, anything like that is all, is all going to be more risky. Any kind of exercise outside of the house. Um, and then also kind of diet only approaches. So these kind of diets that people generally try to use to lose weight, which will try and shift your food. Maybe it's cutting out carbs, maybe it's cutting out fats, um, whatever it is. If you're a bit more housebound because of not wanting to go out and, and be around too many people because of this virus, those approaches are not going to work so well because you're not going to be moving as much and you're not going to be burning as many calories. So overall, just a lot of the kind of normal methods for losing weight or for getting results in terms of fitness are going to be more difficult to put into action. Um, but that doesn't mean that you, that you kind of, you can't still see results. It's just going to involve kind of a slightly different approach in order to make that happen. Yeah, definitely. And it can seem like there's all doom and gloom. So we just talked about lots of things that are not going to be a great idea to do. Um, I'm currently still going to the gym, but I am washing my hands fastidiously, but there may be a point where that's, we're not going to be told not to do that as well. Um, so there's lots of things that may go out the window in terms of things you can do with fitness, but there's lots of things you can still do. And at the same time with the health crisis, I think the current prediction from the chief medical officer, Chris Whitty is that like less than 1% of people will actually 
die from the disease, which is obviously still not nice. Um, but even apparently 90% of 80 to 90 year olds will survive. There's a lot of blown out of proportion numbers. Um, I know the World Health Organization's director general, I try and pronounce his name, Tedros, don't know how to say his surname, but he talked of 3.4% um, people dying, but his figure was actually calculated by dividing the number of deaths by the number of officially confirmed cases. And there's going to be way more people who've actually got it than the number of officially confirmed cases. Um, so for more mild cases, people who don't go to hospital, I know, um, for example, my girlfriend's friend's brother um, pretty much certainly has it, has all the symptoms of it, is at home, but the hospitals won't, won't have him come in because he hasn't been to any of the regions, hasn't been to Italy or any of these countries where you could get it. So there's lots of people like that who will have it, who aren't being counted. So the figures of 3.4% of people may die is, is much higher than, than what, what's actually happening. So it's likely that 99% of people will be fine. Literally, that's the, that's the figure that um, Chris Whitty, the chief medical officer, said. But more importantly, as Ben was saying, this could also be a great opportunity to shift that ex extra weight actually much faster than usual, especially if you're a busy professional woman for a lot of reasons. So Ben, why might this be easier for someone who's a busy professional woman to actually lose weight at this time? So for a lot of women that we work with, um you know that they're they're doing things like traveling for work quite a lot so they're you know every other week um every couple of weeks they're having to fly out somewhere and that travel makes it more difficult to exercise makes it more difficult to make good food choices it makes you stressed it makes you more tired um so by by limiting that work travel and just staying in a more regular and more stable and more easy routine you're going to have more time available uh, more energy available to focus on your fitness and focus on kind of taking care of yourself. Um, the next thing is kind of as well, if you're, um, if you get, if it gets to the point where we're all having to work from home rather than going into the office, I know a lot of people who spend an hour, two hours, up to three hours commuting a day, every day, back and forward to an office. So if you get that time back because you're not having to go into work, that, that extra two to three hours a day is one to one to three hours a day is a huge amount of time that you can use to do all sorts of things. You could use to get more sleep. You could use to work on mindset. You could use to fit in some more workouts. You could use to think about food more and plan food more. Um, but it is, it's just a great opportunity in terms of time. Another thing that this might change is not eating out so much. So I already feel, um, personally, like I, I feel like I don't really want to go out to places that are too crowded. Um, or I don't want to go out somewhere where people, someone else is preparing my food and you've got that, that added level of risk in terms of getting coronavirus. So there's less, if you're not eating out as much, there's less temptation to have unhealthy things, um, less temptation to have alcoholic drinks as well. You're not going to be wanting to go out to bars and parties and things like that. And you know, there's less temptation to make those bad food choices. And also it's going to be less expensive. If you're not going out spending a load of money on drinks and you normally would, you're going to save a load of money. Um, the other things that could happen, like Rob's experiencing now, um, I know your holiday hasn't been cancelled, Rob, but he was saying earlier that he might not be going on his holiday uh, next week, um, which might seem like that might seem like a really bad thing, really annoying. But in reality, you're gonna, you're kind of, you're gonna kind of looking at the positives. You're kind of gaining back a week where you can do a load of other stuff, whatever it is that you wanted to do in that week. Um, and it's exactly the same with with your fitness. If you've got a holiday planned and you're not going to be able to go on that holiday, 
you're going to be able to stay more consistent, not break out of your normal routines. I know a lot of people go on holiday, they eat loads of unhealthy stuff, they put on a bit of weight and they come back and they struggle to get back into it. And then the, the final thing, the final kind of bonus that might come as a result of coronavirus is just being able to have more time with family. So if you're having to spend more time in the house, less time commuting to work, less time traveling for work, you're going to have to spend time together with your family. And hopefully that doesn't sound like a nightmare prospect, but you know, you'll be able to do things together. You'll be able to, you could even exercise together. You could go for walks, um, you know, in an empty field where you're not going to catch coronavirus. You could play games, you could do fun things, but you can, you get more time to spend with your loved ones rather than commuting and rushing around and, and working. Yeah. So there's lots and lots of actual advantages to this in terms of losing weight. There's lots and lots of things that make it much easier for a busy professional woman that's usually traveling, that's usually working flat out and usually spending loads of time driving around or flying around the world um, to actually see results at this point. And so as far as we see it, there's certainly very stressful elements about the pandemic, lots of things up in the air, the stock market, and we'd rather it wasn't happening, especially as Ben said, considering I'm supposed to be flying to Switzerland to go on holiday skiing tomorrow. quite likely I'm not going to do that now, but everything is a matter of perspective and it's actually a bloody good opportunity to focus on yourself and your goals right now without a lot of the usual distractions and complications. Once things to calm down a little bit, you're going to have loads and loads of time to focus on you. Plus getting as fit and healthy as possible now will put you and it'll put your family in the strongest possible position. If a few months down the line, it is likely a lot of people are going to get it. The fitter and healthier you are, the more likely you'll be able to fight it off. So if you are fitter, if you have better lung capacity because you've been training, if you've been eating better so your body is much more revitalized and much better um, equipped to, to deal with the illness, if you've been sleeping better so your immune system is on point, you've not been drinking as much again, so your immune system is going to be in a much better place, you're much more likely to fight it off and have no issues at all. So... What we're going to do now is we're going to go through kind of a coronavirus action plan for losing weight. Um, so what you can do now or what you can do, let's say you end up, we end up having to all work from home, uh, which is something Ben and I are very used to. Here's what you can actually do. There's still tons of things you can do. And it's important that you do do because otherwise a lot of people are going to gain lots of weight as well if they're just stuck at home and not moving much. So the first thing you can do, we can alternate on these. The first thing you can do is you can do some home workouts. So the majority of our clients actually already work out from home. They do low impact weight training from home, which gets the best results for women over 40. But it's very, very important to get your activity level up when you're homebound because you're going to be staying still most of the time. You're barely going to be walking anywhere. Even if you've got a big house, you're not going to be moving that far. Plus also you could do that with your kids. Let's say you've got kids. It's a good thing to do to tie your kids out. So they're not going to be, you know, bouncing off the walls as much. A lot of our clients exercise with their kids. Our workouts work really well for them as well um, to keep them mobile and have fun. So they do stuff together. And it's also going to be really, really important to stay sane. I know for myself, I go pretty insane if I don't do any exercise. And if I was stuck in the house, it's going to be even more important to look after that mental state Um, and keep me energized as well. If I don't do anything, my energy level is really low. So first things first, what you can do is do some home workouts. Low impact weight training is going to get you the best possible results. So you can also actually shift loads of weight and tone up um, if you're someone who's over 40 and your body and your hormones have changed. That's the first thing we recommend you do. What's the second thing they can do, Ben? The second thing is is going to be looking at creating a routine for yourself. Because if you're working from home, 
you're not going to have the normal routine that you've been given by your work. So when you <clears throat> when you go in and you work somewhere, you have a set start time, you have a lunch sort of time, and then you have a finish time, and you fit your work in during those times. You've also like when you're surrounded by other people and you've got people around you in your office or in your team that you're looking after. Um, it's very easy to stay motivated to do work in that situation because you don't you're very conscious of people watching you and that you don't want to let them down. So working from home is a completely different ball game because you've got to be self-motivated and you've got to manage your own time. So what I would recommend is the first thing, which you probably most people wouldn't do would be firstly, before you start planning, like what you're going to do in terms of stuff, that's not that fun, plan all the fun things you're going to do. So block out time every evening. And I would just do this in a calendar. I use like the Apple calendars on my, um, macbook the links to my phone so i've always got access to it but you just use whatever calendar you use um i'd I'd say use the same calendar for work at home as well but put in those fun activities whatever they're going to be um i don't know sitting in the house playing board games because you don't want to go out and get coronavirus whatever it is going for walks in empty fields Um, (laughs) whatever it is plan out those fun activities something that you can look forward to every day that that ends at a certain time if it's with somebody else, tell them that you're going to do it. So you've got that kind of accountability of when you're going to finish work. Um, even planning what planning lunch breaks, planning dinner time, planning breakfast time, just so that you're making sure that you, <clears throat> you're kind of taking care of yourself. So I'd say the worst thing that happens when you're working at home is you just end up working really efficiently and just working all the time, but not allowing yourself to have proper breaks. So plan all of that in first. Then plan in you know, all of the work time and all of the work things that you need to do, because obviously you're still going to have to work. So block that all out, block out any family time or anything like that. And then once you've got that kind of plan, just, just stick to that plan. I'd say once at the start of every week, kind of act as your own manager, where you set up your routine and what you should be doing. And then during the week, act like the employee to your, to your manager and just follow that plan that you set out. Plan, oh, and also the thing I've forgotten to say, planning workouts as well, of course. Because we've already said workouts going to be really important. If you're not getting that normal amount of activity, that's going to massively affect your your kind of calorie balance, and you're going to need to stay active. So yeah, definitely create a good routine that you can stick to. Yeah, and this is something Ben and I have a lot of experience of. As we've been five, six years self-employed, no manager, no boss, we always have to do this. And if we don't do this, we both know everything goes to shit. <laughs> you can't expect to have a routine if you don't plan it out. Personally, we find there's no, there's no accountability and support there. Now, external accountability and support can also help with you sticking to that routine, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But something else that's also going to really, really help at this time, when you're stuck at home, when you're going to be less active, and also when there's illnesses out there, there's that virus out there that could potentially be pretty harmful, the quality of your nutrition is going to be even more important than usual because it has a really, really big impact on how you can deal with uh, illness. If you get ill, you need way more vitamins and minerals. Your body just churns through those really, really quickly. Um, And if your body's also full of toxic junk food, so things that are going to be hard to digest, things that can be hard to deal with, like alcohol, um, loads and loads of food with loads of processed stuff in them, your body's going to have a much harder time dealing with them. You're going to have a lot less vitamins and minerals. You're going to be much more at risk of A, getting the disease, and B, not being able to fight it off. So to make you and your family as safe as possible, getting your nutrition in order, cutting out the junk, cutting out the sugar, cutting out the alcohol, or reducing them, you don't have to cut them out completely, but reducing them to a big degree and making much better choices is going to set you up, A, to shift a load of weight. So again, it's a great opportunity to do that. You're going to have more time to prep meals. You're going to be um, 
to be able to actually cook your own food. I know one of our clients, um, Dawn, who usually travels loads for work, all her travels been cut down. And she said she's been eating really nice fresh salads and things like that for lunch, fresh soups. Whereas previously, she'd always have to be preparing stuff at the weekend, taking it into work or buying like a soggy sandwich from a shop. Um, so she's enjoying her food a lot more now as well and being able to make better and easier choices. So the next thing to do, optimize your nutrition, A, to protect yourself and your family, and B, you can also shift a load of weight doing that. All right, Ben, what's the next thing you can do? So the next thing is then to optimize your sleep. So sleep is really, really important. Um, and it allows you to basically maintain and, and kind of recover your immune system. So getting more than eight hours of sleep a night is really essential to keeping your immune system strong. So tips for getting sleep, it should be easier. If you're not having to commute to work and you've got those extra couple of hours, you can get to bed on time. You can maybe wake up a bit later because you're not having to commute as well. So you should have that time to get that sleep in and that should be fine. And then when you're sleeping, just make sure you know the room is nice and dark. It's a comfortable temperature. You've got comfortable bedding. There's no noise. There's no noises or distractions or anything like that. Um, and that should really help you to sleep better as well as that. Like if you're getting the exercise in as well, kind of tiring yourself out, your sleep quality should improve too. Another couple of things to avoid, avoid drinking loads of coffee. That's going to impact your sleep and avoid drinking loads of alcohol because that's also going to impact your quality of sleep. But like the key thing is just going to be getting that, getting in bed early enough to get that, get a decent amount of sleep each night. That will keep your immune system strong and that's going to give you the best chances of, of fighting off a virus if you happen to contract it. So some other things you can also do on top of the sleep, on top of the nutrition, on top of the routine, and on top of doing some exercise from home is working on your mindset around this. This is a key thing that we do inside Trinity, and it's also going to be really, really important at this time because it's a stressful time. Like I'm sure lots of people, well, lots of the clients we're working with, their work situation is stressful. We work with people who manage like, a CEO of care homes and things like that. And they're having to stop all visitors and all guests. We've got people who are like head of the war committee for dealing with um, coronavirus throughout the company. We've got people in pretty senior positions and it's pretty stressful because they're having to make all these changes, roll them out throughout the company, making sure people are sticking to them. Um, if we've got people who also run and own their own businesses and the, the economy's really struggling, like Ben and I know it's a stressful time when things like this happen because people are scared of investing and buying things that they usually would. So, there's a lot of stress. And if you don't have tactics and tools to manage that stress, what tends to happen is that stress just takes its toll on you. It ends up with stress eating, stress drinking, um, and emotional eating all around that, um, skipping workouts, not looking after yourself, and then actually making yourself much more at risk. Um, and stress also could make you more at risk on its own because it's gonna also lower your immune system. So if you don't have anything to deal with stress, you're really not gonna be in a good place. And career uncertainty, the frustration of staying at home, all of this is going to pile up. So what we really recommend you do here is to have some tools you can use to manage stress and deal with stress in a better way. So exercise will help, but there are some actual specific tools you can use to do that. So we have a couple of tools we use with our clients. So we have a form of meditation we use, which helps our clients to mitigate stress, to dissipate that stress that's built up. And then we also have um, a mindset exercise called the thought transformer that helps them to deal with that doom and gloom mindset that the news is kind of forcing upon us. So thinking that everything's going to go wrong, it's all going to go to shit. We're all going to lose our jobs. We're all going to run out of money or our whole family's going to get ill and we're all going to die. Obviously that's an extreme, um, extreme case. That's not really going to be what's going to happen, but we can really overthink this stuff and it can become this huge thing in our heads. And if we don't have any way of processing that, 
and calming down and getting those unhelpful negative thoughts out of our heads. We can actually stick to stuff. We can actually be effective at work. We can actually be there for our family and not snap at them and not lose our mind with them because we're stressed. It's going to work much, much better as well as helping you make better food choices. So working on your mindset is going to be really, really important. So you can deal with that stress in a better way, be much more in control in all aspects of your life with your work, with your food, with exercise. Um, so we definitely recommend you use some mindset tools as well to manage that through this time. What next? What's the next thing they can do, Ben? Okay. So the next thing would be to look into like all of that's great that we've said, like the mindset work, sleep, nutrition, workouts, all of that stuff. Um, but actually putting that into action on your own is not always the easiest thing. So if you're the type of person that you think you'd benefit, benefit from some help and some support, which I think everybody can, to be honest, just having someone working with you who can help you stay on track, stay motivated, work through any issues. I'd recommend like, don't, it's probably not the best idea to go and work with someone like a personal trainer or whatever, face to face, um, you know, for obvious reasons. But for what we do, we work with all of our clients remotely. So like nothing's going to change for them. We're still going to be sending them emails, answering all their questions, coaching them through video chats, coaching them through phone calls. I've got one in five minutes now. Um, and that way we can still make sure these, like everyone that we work with is on track, but there's no kind of risk there of you know, coronavirus or anything like that. So I would look into some kind of remote coaching solution because that's really going to help them to stay, stay on track, especially with this added stress, added difficulty, um, you know, all of the changes that come with working from home and then trying to fit all of this other fitness stuff in at the same time. Um, that could be something that's really helpful. And then like the final thing is just related to this is having a kind of a remote community as well. So being surrounded by people who are on the same kind of mission as you, who are working towards the same thing as you is the reason that these slimming clubs and diets and gym classes and everything work. But at this time, it's probably not a good idea to do that right now, to go to that place and surround yourself with all those people. So what can really work is instead finding a community of like-minded people or women who you can access remotely who are kind of on the same journey as you. And we do this inside of our programs with a community group, which again means like not much is changing for our clients because everything that we do is remote. And I know there are a lot of trainers and coaches and things out there who maybe they started with you know, coaching people face to face or whatever. People ask me at, at times, like, did you, did you used to coach people face to face? Did you used to do personal training, whatever? We've basically started with this remote online coaching approach. That's all we've ever done. So like all the results we've got, all the transformations, everything is people that we've worked with remotely. So if you are kind of looking for this and you're thinking, you know, I would kind of need some help to get through this. I'd like to drop a couple of dress sizes through this whole coronavirus outbreak rather than just, um, you know, just isolating myself and eating my body weight and whatever. Um, you might want to just look into look into what we do. It could help you out. So again, if you want more info on that, go to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all the details there. So yeah, to wrap it up, basically, as Ben said, you can see this as an opportunity or you can see this as a massive problem. And it's all a matter of perspective. We talked about the different perspectives today. And an example of that that Ben and I were chatting about before this is a lot of people when they're stuck in an airport or they're stuck on a train or they're, they're stuck somewhere, they, they see it as a massive issue. They get really, really pent up. And I used to be like this. I used to be like, oh, this is such a waste of time. I want to be going doing stuff. But 
having our own business, one thing Ben and I have both found is actually when we're stuck in those places, it's a really good opportunity for us to get a load of work done that we wouldn't do somewhere else. And maybe you can relate to this. If you, if you have a big, busy work schedule, sometimes being on a train when there's no distractions and there's no people coming and bugging you constantly or being in an airport again with the same kind of thing is a great opportunity to get loads and loads of work done without all those distractions, without being working from home and having loads of distractions. And the same thing applies here with, with the coronavirus outbreak. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's stressful. But there's also going to be some great opportunities, especially for busy professionals who usually do loads of commuting and traveling, to actually focus on themselves now. You're going to have way more time, way more opportunity to eat better, to exercise more regularly, to have a better routine, to sleep better, and ultimately to shift that weight. Because that's all it takes. Doing those things is all it's going to take to shift one to two stone in the next 90 days or so. A, to put you in a better position so you can deal with it better. And B, so you can feel fantastic come summertime. In 90 days, it's going to be the middle of June. And you're going to be able to feel amazing. You're going to be able to wear all your summer clothes. It's likely the, the coronavirus outbreak will have chilled out a bit by then. It will be less, less bad because of the summer, because less people are going to be getting ill because it's warmer. Um, and you can then actually enjoy the fruits of your labor, having made the most of it, rather than just put your whole life on hold um, just, just because, because of stress. So last thing then, just to recap, Ben, where can they find more info? Want more info about this? If you want to know about how we could help you through this uh, through this situation, head over to www.fit40info.com.